Welcome to the Real Estate 401k Show. Here are your hosts, Ryan Gertis, Mike Weinstein, and Justin Frederick, helping you build a legacy of wealth through real estate. Powered by the Recon Group at West USA and the Frederick team with Fairway Mortgage. NMLS number 625918. All right, Justin, big day today. We are, uh, man, look at, first of all, dude, you, congrats, bro. You're viral. (laughs) (laughs) You went viral. I had like, no idea. Until like you, sent that you out. have this—I uh, don't even know what do we call it on TikTok. Uh, a reel? reel. It's a reel, yeah. and we posted this reel. You were just a little thirty-second snippet on how business owners get qualified. And last time I checked, we were like at two hundred and twenty thousand views of this thing. And I actually checked it out today. Two hundred ninety-one thousand. Oh my god, yeah. dang! And and it was nothing creative. It was it was, <laughs> it was just it was it was just, just a stable stuff. Yeah. Well, anyways, uh, excited today because we're gonna we're gonna talk about how do you uh, build new credit when you are a first-time buyer? Maybe you're in college, whatever the case is. How do you begin to establish? credit and you guys are going to want to you go you don't want to write this down because we're going to have you text the word new to 623 az recon that's new to 623 az recon because you're going to want to get you're going to want to get in touch with justin uh whether you yourself have never bought a home you don't have any established credit uh maybe you have a child in college college and so speaking of college we have our summer marketing intern uh with us today her name is ashlyn she is uh, last year, I think she was a freshman. Next year, she's going to be a senior. She just went straight from freshman to seniorship. Jeez. I know. <laughs> so not the type of girls wow. we dated. I know. <laughs> uh, so, Ashlyn, uh, welcome. And so you are, again, a student at Grand Canyon University. And when you started your summer internship with us about three or four weeks ago, you literally knew nothing about real estate what has changed? What has piqued your interest? And why are you, why are you hanging out with these uh, us bozos? <laughs> Thanks, Mike, for having me on. Um, so much has changed. So when I came in, um, I remember going to open houses um, with my mom when we were looking for a new house. But my knowledge of real estate was little to nothing. And, you know, one day I wanted to own a home. Um, and then Mike came into one of my classes and if they, yes, Justin, they allow me into call the college campuses and speak believe they in front of classes. The parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he talked about investing in real estate. And I was at the time actually looking into like buying stocks. And, and then he comes in and talks about investing in real estate. And I was like, where has this been? Like, <laughs> I want a part of this. Um, and so then um, started my internship and knew nothing. And in the, these last three weeks, these these guys are like real estate ninjas. You're, you're trying to now talk your sister and your parents into investing in real estate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's just the start. When are you getting your license? Oh, my goodness. We were talking about this summer. I threw down a deal. Okay. I, threw a, I threw down a deal on I the like table it. for her. Like uh, a deal that I have never made any other person that's ever worked in our organization. Wow. I didn't realize how special I was. Yeah. No, there you go. So we were having a conversation. Um, you know, again, you're new to the concept of owning a home, and you have never, you know, obviously, you've never been pre-qualified for a home. You right. are still in school. You don't have a full-time job, and and so forth. So the discussion was start now getting prepared. So when that job comes along. You have established credit, so Justin, I, you know what? What piece of of advice do you not only have to our 
listeners and our viewers, uh, but to Ashlyn, who I, a freshman in college, and where, where do you where do you begin? Where do you start? Because this is the this is the misconception. Oh, uh, I don't if I don't have any credit it means I don't have bad credit. But you have to have credit. You have to have credit. So, one of the 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 things that we started off talking with Ashlyn about was uh, you need to start off with credit cards. Now, a lot of people think that you go get a department store card because that's, you know, kids like to shop. They're like, that's where I'll start. I'll uh, buy I used, some to, I used to have a Macy's card, a yeah. Sears card. Mm-hmm. You know, I had them all. Yeah. In fact, you want to stay away from those types of cards. Not so much that it doesn't help you, but uh, high interest rates, and and it, and it's not as helpful as uh, like a Visa or a Mastercard. So, typically, you're going to have to start off with a secured credit card. What is a secured credit card? So basically, you're putting money towards your credit limit. So, uh, let's say you put three hundred dollars on you. You bring to the bank three hundred dollars. You put it on this credit card. And you have three hundred dollars to spend, but in, you need to show how disciplined you are with the three hundred dollars. So you're going to want to use that uh, money, but you're going to want to use just a small portion of that money. Don't exceed thirty percent of the max that you've put in there, um, and then just continue to pay it back. And it's going to take a little while to build that credit. So typically, you want to start off with that for about six months, and then you're going to want to apply for uh, a standard Visa or or Mastercard. Typically. Like your your newer uh, credit uh, companies are going to be Capital One. That's a that's one that we tend to see a lot of people get approved for. Um, now, what I would suggest, if you have the means to do it, is become an authorized user with a family member that has a card that's been in good standing for a long period of time that that they don't use much of the balance. Um, let's say that your mother has a. $10,000 credit card limit, and uh, she just uses it to, to pay for groceries, and then she pays it off. Well, that card's going to have uh, tons of available credit, and she, maybe she's had it for 20 years, and when you become an authorized user, you're basically stealing that credit history as an authorized user. Um, so that's going to help your credit scores. Um, that will also help you get approved for other things, too. So I would definitely highly suggest that as well. And it's very easy for an individual to become an authorized user. Um, and what I do with... It's almost like co-signing. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not because you can sign somebody up with a, as an authorized user and cut up the card. So you're not giving them access to those funds, um, but you're just giving them a, a jumpstart on credit. That makes sense. So what have you been doing, Ashlyn? So I have um, a student card that I got through my bank. Um, and I've just been I've been trying to buy everything on it. Um, and something that came up when we were talking was I just pay it off all, like right away. Mm-hmm. I As soon as I make the purchase, I go back um, and make that uh, transfer. But something you said that totally surprised me yeah. was maybe I shouldn't pay it all, all the, the way, way off. off. Yeah, in, in a lot of cases, you want to... Uh, just hold a small balance, like I tell people to pay it down to a dollar, um, rather than pay it all the way off. Yeah, yeah. Because I want to be clear, we're we're not telling you to keep a thirty percent balance. No, and be paying, we don't want that. paying interest, but never. What you're saying, Justin, is just never go down to zero, even if it's a dollar. Yeah, because uh, when we run the simulators, what we find a lot of times is if people pay their card all the way off, it actually can have a negative impact on their score. 
So we like to hold a $1 balance. It, it, what we do find is maximizing your credit score will, would be keeping your balances below 10% of the allotted amount of money. Um, so that's what we like to see. You know, obviously sometimes that you'll go above it because, you know, on $300, $30, not much you can buy for $30, right? Can't even get a full tank of gas for $30. So you're, you're going to go above it, but pay it down as soon as you can. Yeah, but Burger King has like the mix and match special go. for $7. So yeah, I, I can buy stuff for under $30 <laughs> pal. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. So, but okay. So with that being said, if, you know, for someone in Ashland's shoes, how important is it for her to be using the card every single month? Because does it hurt us to get a credit card and then never use it? It just sits there with just collecting dust. Yeah, if it sits there and you're not using it, it's inactive. Um, a lot of times when we'll run simulators, we need people to use their card because it does uh, um, apply uh, positive impact to uh, their credit score. So we do want to see that account activity. Um, and yeah, uh, so on those two credit cards, what a lot of people do, you do, you just have to be disciplined. You have to be disciplined. You can't miss a payment. If you miss a payment and you get a 30 day late, it's, it's, it's such a negative impact, especially when you're trying to create good credit. Right. Um, so just make sure you're disciplined. Don't, uh, don't miss payments. I would highly suggest setting yourself up on automatic payments just for the minimum payments due. Um, just in case you miss yeah. it, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, keep those cards active. That's a good point, Mike. All right. So, uh, Ashlyn, what else are you doing? What questions do you have for the lender wizard over there? And again, we want to encourage everybody, uh, if you are, have questions about establishing credit and maybe your mom and dad, or maybe your grandma and grandpa listening. And if you're a grandma and grandpa listening to a podcast, <laughs> More power to you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we encourage you to text the word NEW to 623-AZ-RECON. That's the word NEW to 623-AZ-RECON. Yeah, so we're, when we're talking about like opening two different credit cards, how do I know which one to use? Like in what scenario would I, did I just look and randomly pick one, or how do Ooh, I be smart about that's that? That's a great question. So what I like to do um, is I like to collect points on my credit cards because a lot of these companies will give you points for using their cards and you don't have to carry a balance on it to obtain those points. So what my family does is we use those points to pay for birthdays and Christmas gifts and yeah. they have all kinds of cool little things that you can do, gift cards and things like that. But um, there's all kinds of options with credit cards and, and they're trying to get you to use their cards. So Take advantage of those. But those what they're really trying to get you to use is use the cards, get a balance, and make the minimum Correct. payment because they make money off Tons the of interest. Money yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, be strategic with the types of cards that you're getting and how you're using it. Um, so with my family, a lot of times, and it, and it depends on the month because it, it depends on what credit cards we have too. So sometimes it will be like Costco, you get one percent back so we're trying to buy most things from costco at that point grocery stores um gas stations so what we like to do though is we if if they're not running any specials on anything like five percent for these certain places but we like to use one card for groceries one card for gas and it doesn't yeah. matter we're using those cards for gas and groceries and the reason why is we're trying to one keep our card active and then two, we're trying to gain points on those. And what people don't understand is it's, in essence, it's tax-free 
income. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I've got a Amazon Chase account, a card. And so I put, I, man, the amount of crap that I put on this card, but I pay everything off the next day or two mm -hmm. days later. And so I accumulate all of these Amazon points. Well, I don't get taxed on that. The IRS doesn't look at my Amazon points that I get. And then so I buy stuff for the, the household. I buy, you know, whatever the things that, that I want or I need and, and so forth. It's just a, it, it's just a great plan. So I think yeah. you just got, but Ashlyn's got to use both though. Yeah. 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 How fast should I expect my score to go up if I'm being diligent about all these things? Yeah, and that's and that's hard because I don't know exactly where you're at right, right. now because I know you've had this student card She's, for a little bit. Uh, I think her FICO's two thirty five. Two thirty five. All right. Well, we got, <laughs> uh, not we got quite. Some, as long as there's no derogatory on it. If you're starting from zero, I mean, typically you're going to start seeing some good scores about twelve months into it. But typically you want to you know, twenty four month or yeah, two years. You're really going to start seeing some real positive information or uh, impacts on your scores, yeah. So you are obviously, as we mentioned, Ashlyn, um, a freshman GCU student who's going to be a senior next year. I still it, I can't wrap my head around it because that was never me. Um, like, I don't even know how that happens. Like, I, I was lucky to just get done in eight years. But <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> so with this being said, Dad, I know you had a very doctors. short... <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> a very short time of being uh, exposed to the whole real estate thing. Um, how is real estate going to play a role in your life? Like, like, what are you now trying to accomplish in real yeah. estate? And, and, and knowing that... You know, you haven't taken your first, you are taking your first step by establishing credit. That's always the first step, but you know, you're still in college. Yeah. Um, I think my mindset before coming into all of this um, was that, you know, you rent a house and, or you rent a room and then, That's you know, four down the letter line. R word. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then maybe in the future you'll buy a home, you know, maybe like once you have a family. And, and now I don't see it like that. Now I see it as if, you know, if I'm, getting out of college and I'm starting renting, I'm spending more money. And that money is just going bye-bye. And so now I have the mindset of, okay, how can I take that money that I was going to rent and buy a house so all my friends can be there and rent with me? And I'm starting to build um, this equity in these assets. Um, so I'm, I'm really interested in the economics and, and starting to invest in houses and I'm excited for all of that. Well, I, we, I don't. I, I think I could speak for you. We're pretty damn excited about where yeah. you're going with this. I mean, we if you can we, jump ahead that far in college and and you understand, what were these you doing pieces? at 18, 19 years old? Right, I was bro? at the bar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, with the fake ID, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right, well, folks, uh, it is why uh, when you are talking about any kind of mortgages, obtaining any kind of uh, lending for homes. Having somebody that not only can get the loan done, but strategize with you and really put together the plan and ask the right questions. Well, that is Justin with the Frederick team at Fairway Independent Mortgage. We'd love to put you in touch with him. All you got to do is text the word NEW to 623-AZ-RECON. That's the word NEW to 623-AZ-RECON. Thank you for joining us on the Real Estate 401k Show. If you want more information on how to build wealth, click on the link or text us at 623-297-3266. That's 623-AZ-RECON.